This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning, live from the laundry room. It's me and Glenn Pye. I'm uh, from Glory... Glenn Pye's from Glory... No, you're from Glory Days. No, you're from Glory I, Days. I bought your company this week. No, no, you're from Glory Days. Glenn Pye, my good friend Glenn Pye yeah, from 26 yeah. Ripley Avenue. He's about to stay down the street from... Rip, from Cola. I don't have to. So you can just do all my words. I don't have socks. No, but this is almost the same as last week, except you're not doing it. You want to talk about your own place? No. Uh, I'm at 10,341 Young Street. We're still open for car- curbside. Or delivery. Or delivery. Both of us are. Uh, Bogart's still on assignment. And uh, Glenn's going, we have a... Man of mystery. This is a call-in show. We're both... Of, oh, really? I'm going to... Are we on TV, too? No, we should be on TV. But at the end of this show, uh, the listener will hopefully will be a bit smarter. Okay. I know I'm going to be smart. I know for sure you're going to be smarter. I'm smarter just listen to this first two minutes. Okay, go. Okay, it is a call-in show, but you need a number to do that, which is 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on 740 AM, 96.7 FM. Uh, live stream is on with two R's in the middle. And uh, just give you an idea of some of the stuff we're looking at. we got lots to talk about some of these items. Sports cards, any type of sports items, documents, equipment, music, all types of genres of music, although the bigger money's in the rock era. Gold, silver, coins, paper currency, vintage toys, comics, watches, jewelry, old clocks, uh, vintage purses, women's accessories, circus, carnival, arcade items, Vintage China Dishes Tea Services, Royal Daltons, Hollywood, Political, Military, Memorabilia, Old Books, Maps, Document, Calendars, Scrapbooks, Postcards, Old Photographs, Camera Equipment, Beer, Wine, Liquor Items, Signs, Ashtrays, Automobile Collectibles, Art Prints, Fishing, Hunting, and uh, no, we don't like the Garden Gnome anymore. You didn't mention Canadian Tire Money. It's you know all- Canadian Tire Money is worth money? Yes. I don't know. It's worth more. It says five cents, but it's actually worth $50. Some of the old Canadian Tire money. Really? Oh, yeah. With the Scottish guy on it? Scottish when guy. I used to go to Florida, I would show that to the Americans, and they go, that's the Prime Minister. And they believed it. They really? Go, that's your money? I go, yeah. Well, they sponsor us. They sponsor the country, the tire company. Okay. Who, we got a caller on the line for our web. What, oh. did I get you sidetracked there? You had a whole story. It's gone. Okay. Um, we're going to go to Leo in Scarborough. Hello, Leo. Hello. How are you? Very well, thanks. Love your show. Thank you. So what do you got for us Secret today? Answer. Secret answer. Uh, I have a pen that works and a paper that works, but I've got written down a bunch of numbers here. Which number did you want? We need 18 karat gold. How about uh, $45.02? I need a winner. Wait, a horn. we got to get a horn. We don't week. have a horn. we got to get one. Hey. Okay. Hey. 
okay, you no, no, Brandon should have had that. Our producer, the horn. Oh, make one of those sounds like you're falling down the stairs or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay, this is not good. What happened? Something weird's happening. Something's happening to our phone. Okay, we've had a thing. Okay, you're a winner. Hopefully, stay on the line. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, all right. Leo has left the building. Stay on the line, and Brandon, our producer, who's um, very adept the way he picked yes. that up. We've never done that before. So we can no. have all sound effects the whole show. We don't even need to talk about stuff. No. We'll lose a lot of clients. Okay, hang on the line. <laughs> Listeners, you're very optimistic. They're future. When I go fishing. You're an optimist. Yeah, when I go fishing, I yeah. bring a frying pan. Yeah. That's how optimistic yeah, yeah. I am. Okay, hang on to the line. Brandon will get your number. And unless you have a question or something, you want to know what something's worth. We lost him a while ago, okay. I think. What did you do there? Now, wait, i got to say something. Our first winner, um, I went and did their house, and they, the first winner of the Cheese Boutique is giving their um, certificate, their uh, gift certificate, to a frontline worker. That's very nice. No, I thought that was a really, really nice thing to do. And uh, so next week, we're going to be giving away a, um, a gift certificate to um, Mayflower Chinese Food. But you have okay. to listen to the end of the show. You have to listen to the end of the show, and it'll be long. If you live in Windsor, you won't be so interested. No. But if you live in Toronto, I, I want to pat myself in the back a little bit. Oh, Again? Yeah, okay. First of all, I want to talk about we are buying. We're big buyers right now. Just in the last week, we bought a collection of 750,000 cards, mainly sports. Huge concert collection, posters, tickets, programs. A collection of Maple Leaf Gardens, vintage programs, and Xmas Christmas cards, many signed by Harold Ballard and other. If you open them up to vintage cards, you'll often see signatures. A big collection of golf items. And then the biggest of all, yesterday we bought the a lot of the remnants of the Boxing Hall of Fame from Las Vegas, which was at the Luxor Hotel. So we're going to have some amazing like boxing. museum quality boxing stuff coming out. No, but anyone who goes to your site, all you do is go to Glory Day's site. They're, they're First picture. I'm surprised you don't sell that picture of the showroom with yeah, all the cool. bats and all the stuff in it and everything the bu- like that. The bu- punching bag. Yeah. And the- now, Glenn, we're down the street. He's down the street from the Cheese Boutique at 26 Ripley. But the big thing about this is he still does curbside, and he's got a website much better than mine. We're still working on our website. We're actually putting most of our time and effort into our auctions. Right. We have an auction ending today on uh, what, High Bid what's 2. It mean? What's it mainly got? Cards and comp. We have two auctions today. One is furniture. Now, the Do they fur- run concurrently or yeah. at different times? Same yeah, the, time. per- the person who's buying a bedroom suite is not going to be buying a uh, baseball card. Well, you know, we don't know. But you can go back and forth. But there's um, couches. There's everything in it. And low starting price. Now, here's the thing. If you can't pick it up right now, it says it's in Schaumburg. We can deliver it, but it costs money for that. Or we can wait till the pandemic's over to pick it up. You've got to pay for it now. But there's some real deals. and a lot how, of many, how many lots in that? Uh, there's 700 lots. Furniture? furniture? Glasses. A whole set of glasses. It cost you $500 at Ashley's. is going for sale for $20. That's what makes me laugh. When these, um, some of these stores say, oh, it's 80% off. Well, it's 80% off of $2,000 which is still a lot of money, and you can buy it less here. We have sets of dishes. We have uh, mirrors, uh, paintings, wall coverings. Some of the paint, and a lot of stuff starting at $2, $5, $10. Some is 50 I could check it out. Yeah. But 
it's something that if you can't get out, you can do some shopping online. It's at uh, John Schomburg at 10,341 Young Street. And our other one's a card and uh, comic auction and memorabilia and stuff like that. But today we're going to... What time does that one start? The card comic. Three o'clock. Three. They're both around three o'clock. You just go to High Bid, Ontario... We're going to be top right at the top of the thing. Yeah, it'll be Richmond Hill. We'll see Richmond Hill, yeah. Because they always have a location. We have a great show today. We're going to be talking to Rick. We've got a secret shopper report. Show's almost half over. I want to talk one more thing. Here's what I'm bragging about. I haven't okay. bragged yet. That was you a bragging. Brag? That wasn't bragging. <laughs> that was what I just did. That was advertising. Oh, okay. Uh, to the people, the clients, as you call them, instead of listeners. Semantics. Okay. Yeah, you're go a very ahead. optimistic guy. No, I've been telling people for five or six weeks, I go, the card market's peak. I said, this, believe me, it's like the $15,000 Beanie Baby, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen it before. Tulip bulbs in uh, Holland or whatever. They were worth $1,000 each 500 years ago. Um, anyways, so it's true. And Paul said it, and I've noticed it. But there's two great sources of information this week, which was Robert Edward Auctions and last night Golden Auctions. And... Prices are still high. They're much higher than last year, but the insanity's come down a bit. A card that would have been two million is now a million three. Okay. And the price reductions are the most at the high end because they're the ones that went nuts anyways, and they should have never been there. I'm not gonna be that disappointed if I find a card with one point three million oh, in my basement. Nice. Yeah, and it's only six years old. Yeah, okay, go ahead. But it, at even the Opichi nine Gretzky went for two hundred. Amazing. That's a fantastic price, but it was higher four or five weeks yeah. ago when the hysteria was going. So no one's ever going to get out at the peak. It's still a vibrant market. There's lots yeah. of buyers there. Money is starting to leak into other things in the States. People starting to travel, go to restaurants, whatever. And that's going to suck some of the money out. And then the non-fungible tokens, those virtual cards, I'm sure. Oh, they're down. The younger guys. Those guys, that's, some of that money's got to be coming out of the card market. But anyways, the cheaper the card, it probably hasn't dropped that much. But the more expensive ones... And especially the ones, the big name ones, the LeBrons, the Jordans, Kobe, Gretzky, you know, uh, Jeter, Brady, all yeah. those went insane. They're, they're down a notch. But oh. whatever, it's still a great market. We're very happy for the opportunity we have right now and stuff. Is, and other collectibles are still going up. They never went insane. They're just gradually, but they are increasing. Well, I tell this, I think a lot of our listeners remember when there was a big craze on chintz. It was a cheap china made in England in the 1930s, all over flowers. And I used to sell breakfast sets for $5,000, $6,000, a coffee pot. How many years ago? Oh, this has got to be 15 years ago, 20 wow. years ago. And that, when it is sunk, now that same breakfast set is maybe $500 today. Okay, so that is something. And there's, oh, yeah, there's ups and downs. downs and there's and Bitcoin this week, uh, that we Saw a little bit, a little less bitcoins, yeah. but a little bit smaller. The market for collectible people, sure, some will stop collecting again, but it's going to be bigger than it was before the pandemic because yeah, yeah. it's reintroduced so many people. And they're going, you know what? I don't have to sit on my computer all day. I can actually enjoy reading an old book that I've collected or look yeah. at my autographs or something like that. So, and you go to meetings with collectors that also share that passion when they start up again. Do you remember when electronics were made of wood? Remember your wood, a wood case around your TV, a wood oh, case yes. around your stereo. Okay, yeah. Then they had plastic that looked like wood. Yeah. And now they got plastic that looks like plastic. I'm just saying that. I've got the best part of wood. I've got something that's amazing. Everyone laughed at me for buying it. And you'll, you'll start laughing. I have a, a shingle, a wood shingle, and a nail 
unbelievable provenance. Okay. From the garage where Hewlett Packard started everything, electronics. They were the first guy. That's all the start of Silicon Valley. There's no Apple. There's no Microsoft. There's no Dell. There's nothing. Unless you're a garage. Hewlett and Packard. What happened is the garage now is a historical site. So many people wanted to go to that place. It's like mm-hmm. where Mandela was locked up or something. It was one of those things. Everyone's going down. And it's a small street. You stole it? Traffic. The garage is in my garage. Oh, okay, no. This is a great story, and you ruined it right in the middle. Story. You've got everyone. I forget what I was talking about. I'm not talking about you, but it'd be a garage no, sale. No, no I'm... <laughs> anyway, so this street was, it was a small street, and everyone was trying to get down. So traffic was horrendous. It was blocked all the time. And it's a, it, it's been fully documented. It's a national historical site because it's considered the start of the whole electronics industry. And they that's where circuit packs came from, and they first use these integrated circuits with Hewlett and Packard. And the, I forget now which one, but one lived in the house with his wife, and the other guy lived in the garage, like his bed was beside. And this is back in 48 or something. So um, they decided, now they have a park, a parking lot, it's not too far away, and you rent bikes there, and you can drive to it so it doesn't block the road. That's how interesting it still is. But they brought all, from every Hewlett Packard entity in the world, they brought one or two employees in. Mm-hmm. And they all came in, and they watched this thing, and they had, I don't know, the president was there. It was a big, big thing. Everyone, and they're, uh, you know, dedicating this historical site, which has created trillions and trillions and trillions of value. And they gave every person who was there a shadow box with a nail because they renovated the garage, and there was, like, pieces of garbage left over. Okay. And they, and I bought that. What do You, you don't have a nail? A nail? I don't have a little piece of the wood I knew. I knew it was going to end up this way. Why do I even tell you? I'm glad I'm sorry. That's a heartwarming story for some people. No, no. The heartwarming is how much it's worth. Well, I I told people, I I might lose some bets here. I bet it was worth a lot, and I don't think it's going to be worth that. And it's... I'm going to be looking it up. I paid a lot for it. No, I don't want you looking it up. You don't even know how to describe it. Anyways, you better go to Rick. Come on. He's been waiting all the time. Rick, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. I love hearing the stories. You can talk about it all day. Uh, but I, I don't have a lot of time today, but I do want to talk all about an absolutely amazing opportunity that we have coming up. Uh, we're going to be listing a home, as you know, because you helped out a lot. And I have to say, this place looks great. You did an amazing job with it, Paul. But we're listing a home. Now, check this out. It is a fully detached four-bedroom bungalow in one okay. of the sought-after areas of Brampton, close to transportation, close to Walmart, close to Home Depot. Uh, it's at the end of this really quiet street in a real mature neighborhood. Backing on behind it is this green space. You can call it small Peel path Village. Leading Peel to Village. a park. Yes, it's Peel Village. Okay. Um, you know, uh, the best part about this, Paul, is that it's an amazing opportunity for either a first-time home buyer. It's an amazing opportunity for a downsizer because it is a bungalow. It's fully detached. You've got loads of privacy because you've got nobody directly behind you because of the green space leading to the park. Uh, yes. It's a mature street. You know, the house needs a little bit of work, but, you know, it's a really charming and pretty home. They've really got to get in on this, Paul, because, you know, uh, as we said last week, the most amazing part about this is that we're going to be listing it for under $800,000. That's unbelievable. It is, it is an unbelievable price because, you know, the thing is, to our viewers, they are important to us. We need to get it out there. Uh, we want people to give us a call on the property because, you know, it's not going to last at this price. Uh, we don't want to hear about people complaining when, oh, it's so expensive to buy a home now, we can't get into the market. Well, well there's no condo fees. 
There are no condo fees. fees. We own the houses out. Yeah. That's a big thing. I'm looking at these condo fees on some of these places. Like that's like a second mortgage. But what you know, I'm going to do? I've never done this to you before. Today is the day first. We're going to go to break, and I want you to hang on. We'll do. I know you're in a rush. We got to go to break. We're going to go to break and come back because I want to talk about something we did this last Our week. Our best sponsors got an ad here. Okay. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Okay, live from the laundry room, we're back with Rick. And the reason I want you to hang on is because sure. I want to talk about what you and I did this week. We're okay. going to talk about, um, I'm going to call her Susan, because okay. she's not really Susan. But we no. sold her house. We're selling the goods in her house. She's not moving. She found right. out we got a good closing date on it. We're moving her and mm-hmm. putting the stuff in storage. Right. Then we're going to be moving her to her new location. That's because right. Because these, when I say we're a complete service, a lot of people don't understand this. We take all the stress. You did your job great. You got more money than the other houses in the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. did it fast. In fact, this time you might have done it too fast because her other place wasn't ready yet. But we are getting taken care of everything, putting it in storage. We're going to move this lady, Susan, and it's going to be, it's like we take the stress out of it. I know there's a lot of our listeners out there that are saying, I want to, I want to move. I want to downsize. I want to take advantage of this market. I, wa- I don't want to cut the lawn this year, whatever it is. I don't want to get into an elevator. I want to do something different. We right. can help them with this stuff. And we are complete service. We're not like some of these other downsizers who are just, uh, well, we'll donate it or we'll throw it in the garbage, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, Paul, the thing is, for a lot of our, our clients, you know, so many of them are seniors. Yeah. And, and, and uh, the, the, the fact that they haven't bought or sold a home in 30, 40, 50 years in some cases, it can be very overwhelming. They don't know where to yeah. start. Uh, but we come in, Paul, you come in there and you get the place ready. You, you're there for them. And like you said, the house that she was uh, moving into or the place she was moving into wasn't ready for her. Not a problem. You have her contents, and you're going to store them for her. And when she's ready, you bring it to her. And, you know, similarly with what we did to this house here that we're talking about in Brampton, Paul, you went in there and you got the place sale ready. Okay? Now, we're going to be taking offers on this house next Tuesday, so people are going to have a bit of time to look at it. But. I urge people, I really have to say it, Paul, because this is a, a rare opportunity for, uh, like you said, a downsider. You know, the transit oh, is right please. there. You, you hop on a highway 410, you can zip down to Toronto to see your old friends from where you've moved from in like 15 minutes. So the location is, actually, is one of the best, if not the best, location in Brampton. You're not paying the two taxes, so you know, you're taking your Toronto money and you're bringing it up to Brampton. It is an absolutely beautiful street. And it's a really pretty home. You know, uh, it has a side entrance leading down to a basement, huge basement, because the footprint of the home, because it has a bungalow, is, is rather large. So Thanks, I'm going to encourage people to give us a call. Uh, my phone number is 
Two five eight four three nine seven two. Have a great week. You too, guys. Talk soon. Okay. Okay. I got breaking news. What's the breaking news? Cousin, it's already dead. Still dead. No, something. Hot Wheels. What? Hot Wheels and Hot. Those are the red cars. Those little cars. Yeah. They look like dinky toys, but aren't they? Yeah, you got a garage full of them. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, so they've been going up, like all collectibles have. And they've been particularly strong. Superheroes, automobiles, things like that. Those are categories that might go up more than, say, dolls or something like that. But anyways, there's one. And, you know, the, the people that are into this know the red lines are worth more than the others because they had a, it was more limited distribution of red yeah. lines. Yeah, well, these colors. are from 1967. Yeah. They're the, not that old. No, the, okay. this particular one I'm going to talk about, I think they started, you're probably about right, 67. This one's from 69, and it looks like... Uh, the Beach Boys uh, Volkswagen band. It's oh, called, yeah. It's called the Pink Rear Loading Beach Bomb from 1969. Um, the owner of this mint one turned down 175000 U.S. Why? He, he says maybe a million and so forth. Nobody has this one. He wants it. Just shows if you've got the one one But if you had one of that in bad condition, it's probably still worth ten grand or something. That's things in your house worth more than your fridge. Wait a minute. He turned down one hundred seventy-five thousand. Yeah, he said, "I it would take a million dollars for me to sell it." That's his exact words. Wow, that's but Hot Wheels have gone a little crazy. As long as another one doesn't show up. Well, that's the chance he's prepared to take. No, but that's amazing. Give the phone numbers up. Pretend it's a call-in show. You got me distracted. We got an important caller come in. Okay, locally four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero out of town one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. We're going to go to Don. He's been patiently waiting to talk about Canadian Tire money. You know, we shouldn't have said anything about that. Go ahead, Don. How can I help you? How are you doing today? Uh, Great. How are you? Good. Yeah. Uh, two things. Canadian Tire money. Is it only for the five cent ones or other ones as well? Oh no 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 no. Okay. The bigger dollar ones would be worth more. No, right? they're not. They're worth yeah. more. Okay, it's worth a dollar, but we're talking five. There's no five hundred dollar Canadian Tire money. Wouldn't there yeah. be less made of higher dollar ones? No, but they didn't make them at all. They made the ones. No, I know. I know this is going to bring back memories to people. Remember when they had the lube um, dollars? But the, they were one cent, two cent, three cent, five cent, ten cent. In the first years, I mean, this was a lot of money. You got this coupon, you hung on to it, and you t- a lot of them were traded in. So some have early serial numbers, or they stopped making them earlier. They're from about, from about 1960. I think it's some 59s. If you have the farm scene on the back, they're worth a lot of money. But even some of them, people collect by serial number or um, colors and stuff like that. It's not... What's the oldest version? What's the image on the oldest one? Is that the Scottish guy? Same guy, but on the back. The back is different with the farm now. But, but then they had the the tire with the guy's face and the tire or something, like the talking tire. Yeah, yeah, no, but there's ones for the gas bar and one for the Canadian Tire the stores store. are worth more. Yeah, yeah. Even the old Canadian Tire uh, catalogs, you get the ones back in the 30s and 40s. Yeah, but I got some. They're not there. I bought a collection of them right back to the start, like 33. Okay. I got them up for $200 each. So maybe they're good. Okay. And, you know, no, they doubled those maps. The Canadian Tire catalog was also... No, you didn't. I mean, I know. I've got That's why you're smarter after the show. The map starts. Sorry to fight in front of you, sir. Um, so what? Have you got any more to offer? We would like oh, to yeah. buy. If you've got some old Canadian okay. Tire money, I'm I've interested. Got a, you've got a Canadian Tire catalog that has bikes in it for $4. How useful is that? 
not useful. As a collectible, someone giving you $200, that's not such a bad deal. I can't get $200. Well, you can probably get 190 But my point is, the old catalog... Very is, upsetting. See, everyone comes up and says, I got the last Eaton's catalog from 76. Everyone saves that's that. That's not good. You no. want one from 1876. No, no, they don't go back that far. But I, if I want 1930s and 40s are $30, $40, $50. This is stuff you found in your basement at the wow. bottom of the pile. You open up that clothes trunk and it's got stuff in the bottom of being eaten catalog or Canadian tire. Don, I never I guess you never thought you'd open up that can of worms. But uh, hopefully we've been a little bit helpful. No, no. You have to bring them in the store. There are Canadian tire guidebooks with the prices and we can find out exactly the same way that we do dollars. If you bring me in with the 19, signatures or whatever, the thing we do by signature, if it's an asterisk, I think in Canadian tar they even have replacement notes. They treat it like money. It's actually I think they were made by the same company that makes our dollar bills. They should form their own country. Okay, okay, <laughs> sir. But the Canadian a lot of people don't think of it. The Canadian tar money's been sitting in that jar. It's not going to be in your safety deposit box, but it might be in a jar of nails in the basement. Was there coinage? No. Oh, they did make one year. They made some kind of coin, but it doesn't go for anything. Because a lot of people traded in their Canadian tire money. If you've got the early stuff and one cent, three cent, five cent, that kind of stuff, people, it's worth a lot more than your pennies. Which we're going to talk about when I almost bought a million pennies the other day. Thanks for the call. Hold on. We helped a bit. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we're still here, Don. Go ahead. Yeah, I just have one other item. How much is a one ounce silver bar worth? Okay. Who made it? Pardon me? Who, who made it? Is it Royal Canadian Mint? Uh, it was given to me from my company at work when I retired. Oh, did you happen to work for Johnson Matthews? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, the silver bars, if it's one that's they do, they can be worth money. Um, most are. Most no, 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 no. Most are. are no, $50. No. Okay. All the people putting away silver right now. I know we got calls. The board's full. But people have put away silver, and they're bored. So they're buying the collectible stuff. I sold a four-ounce Engelhart bar do, for do a you, Do you know the company that it, it's written on? It's like chippy stamped or something, or is it your name stamped on there? Yeah, no, I didn't pull it out. I just remember I had it, but well, I took it back to you. But I was just wondering I mean, what it might be worth roughly. It's all... It's well, all sealed in silver, heavy plastic. That's it's worth thirty five dollars. It's worth about thirty two dollars as silver. But then, depending on the writing on it, if you send us a photo, you can uh, text us at four one six five eight zero nine two five six. We could get back to you with that and tell you exactly if we had a picture. Okay, okay. thank you very much. Here, hang on. Yeah. What do you think a four ounce Engelhart bar is worth that we sold? Four ounces of silver. Do I care? Yes, you do. Why? $1,500. And why do you ask? Oh, did I get part of that? No. Well, then I don't care. Don't care. But customers, they should know that collectible bars out there, people For, are collecting. I'm not talking about our favorite sponsor, the Cheese Boutique. Oh, my so, wife was down with this. What? Week. You're spoiling my routine here. We got our. Well, you give the phone number to the back. She said the only word she used a lot was overwhelming. It, which is true. But, okay. You know how Marianne's a perfectionist. So she has her. Uh -oh. Cheese Boutique recipe book. Okay. She goes down, and she's got little yellow circles on certain cheeses that she wanted to you know how rare some of these cheeses could be in there? Well, one it's is... like the 10 places in the world to sell them. I know, because one of the four cheeses she got this week and asked for, they were out of stock. What? That's, that was me. I was in just before you. I bought all of it. 
I'll sell it to you at double the price. You're a cheese scalper? So, my wife was... Is that a real thing, a cheese scalper? (laughs) (laughs) My wife was down there, and uh, all she kept on saying, overwhelming, unbelievable, the staff... She met Afrim. She got to talk to Afrim. Yeah. And he he was busy. Might be bringing out a second book. We may have a scoop here. Cheese boutique, great recipes and great stories, the family tradition. Canada's largest cheese vendor and many other things, and 50 years in business. And I'm going to say this. No one is going to be disappointed in going down there. That's a great Now, give the address. Pretend it's a commercial for them. They're at 45 Ripley Avenue, which is just where the South Kingsway meets the Queensway, a little commercial street, which, of course, we're off the street at 26. And if you're stuck, you can always park in our parking if you're really stuck. But don't do it too often. We do need those parks. Um, Anyway, say I would say weekdays are better yeah, in terms number? of. Uh, yes, I do. Four one six seven six two six two nine two, and you can call in and order. Uh, they prefer you not do it by email. There is contact information on the cheeseboutique.com website. We should go to Don. He's been waiting forever. He's got music autographs. Don, are you there? Yes. Hi. Hi. Hey, Don, show. how you doing? Good. Good. Great show, guys. I enjoy it a lot. Um, Anyways, what I have is uh, two autographed uh, photos, music photos. They're uh, nine and a half by 12 on photo stock paper, black and white. And one's autographed by Hal Lone Pine. It's a family picture. And the second one is Lone Pine Jr., 1960. They're both autographed in ink. And Lone Pine Jr. is sitting with a pose with a Fender Stratocaster guitar. Now, Were they bluegrass performers? What, uh, what type of music did they play? Well, okay. Uh, Hal Lone Pine's real name was Harold Bro, and Lone Pine Jr. was Lenny Bro. Now, right. Lenny Bro uh, had a had a TV show in Winnipeg to start with. He came to Toronto, had a jazz group. He toured with yeah. Ann Murray, and he gave wow. Randy Bachman guitar lessons. Now, you know, I've listened to Randy Bachman last night on CBC. Right. An interesting show. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, uh, how, how, I, how I got them was Hal uh, uh, Lone Pine and his country group based out of CKY Radio Winnipeg, and in the fall they do a barnstorming across the Prairie Provinces. And right. at the show, at, at the show I was at in Fur Mountain, Saskatchewan, Lone Pine Junior. at the break wanted an orange crush, and they only had Coca Cola on stage, so he said. <laughs> Here's a quarter. Go to the store and get me a, uh, an orange crush. So I did that orange crush in the in the brown bottle. Cost ten cents, and uh, brought it back to him. And uh, <laughs> he said, "Keep the change, kid." <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that bottle's worth five dollars today. Go ahead. So I can see Lone Pine Junior here on the web that you can check him mm-hmm. out. Honestly, I had never heard of him before, but. It looks like, like if you have an autographed photo, obviously there's a small market for it. But if you get somebody who's more a music historian on a nice photo, it could be worth 50 to $75 probably, unless there's something amazing I'm missing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Hal, Chet uh, uh, <laughs> Atkins claimed him to be one of the best world's uh, uh, jazz guitarists anyway. Wow. But, I'm going to have okay. to read about this guy. Sounds interesting. Yeah, uh, I have one more piece here. It's a program from a Rockabilly Jan- Jamboree, uh, Johnny Cash picture, Tennessee 2, Porter Wagner, uh, Collins Kids, and it's got Johnny Horton 
picture in it, and the and the Johnny Horton picture is autographed. In, wow. Oh, well, no, okay, that would be good. Yeah. Now, what is that for the whole tour, or was that for a particular night of the tour? No, that the, this this the the program is something different. It's uh, it's it's a uh, it's a tour that they probably did in about 1959 or so. No, but that's what I mean. Like when they make tour programs, they can make it specific for playing uh, Toronto's O'Keefe Center that night, or they make just one that's for the whole tour. That's what the Beatles did their first three tours. So the same, you know, the next night they're no, playing Johnny London. Gordon's got to be the big autograph on that. Oh no, no, that's big. Really but right the programs that. are worth two, three hundred dollars. Just the program, and then Horton would add substantially to it. Bow New Orleans, think the I, I'd say you're probably looking about eight hundred dollars if it's in nice condition. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, we well, got some great items, great. buddy. Thanks for the call. Do you know that one day my wife and Johnny? Did you let Gordon me say goodbye to people or something? Why are you talking over me? Because of when we hung up. No, he was listening to me. Okay. People listen to what I say. I know. Sorry about their luck. On uh, my wife, see, I, I'm a big Johnny Horton fan. Okay. Why you sing? No, I can't. No. Oh no, I can't. No, Kenny can't sing. So. Um, see, I had this song, Whispering Pines. Yeah. Everyone knows him from Down New Orleans. I cry. I cry when I hear it. But she did one of my best things she did for me. She got a cassette when we had cassettes. This is how long ago this is. And I used to have them in the car. It was the same song 20 times. That was the best did. thing your wife ever did for you? It's up there in the top 10. No. Okay. Oh, that's, I think we're going to have a strained afternoon here. No, but it's, uh, Johnny, I've liked your, and there's a lot, hey, I know a lot of nope. our listeners. There's not going to be any plates come flying out of the kitchen or anything. Is there, do I need to put on headgear? You, no. got, you probably have, well, you got football helmets. You got army helmets. Can I yeah. wear those? Just yes, you can. Okay. Uh-oh. So we're going to be talking about, uh, uh, well, how about we go to Arnold, who has heavy metal piggy banks. What? Old, I assume you're talking about not heavy metal, the music, just old metal banks. No metal music, no. Oh, These are okay. piggy banks. No Def Leppard banks. All right. So now, what, what are your figures of? What type of, uh, you know, are they characters or banks? or? No, this is, uh, the one is um, a buffalo. Okay. And it's got Amherst stoves on each side. Well, that's cool. Oh, no, that would be nice. better. Okay. I've got, yeah, because. The now, how big is it? Um, it's about, uh, I would guess, six inches high by about oh, seven pretty inches long. One. Yeah. It's quite and heavy. It's obviously metal, and it's, oh, yeah. like, I guess, got a patina on it. Does, is That's right. Pretty, it's like a gold-colored patina. Okay, yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah. With these, you have to make sure they're original. A lot of that, I take, take the screws out, make sure they're not new screws in it, check the inside. Or if you've owned it for 30 years. That, yeah, no, no, they've been using is, banks for a long time. I've yeah. got an Uncle Sam bank that's an original. It's worth about five hundred dollars. The repos are worth a hundred, okay, or twenty or thirty. What they used to do is cover them tomato sauce, so, put the bank in the in the ground for a let's year. Let's assume we have a legal operation here. Okay, <laughs> probably going to be about a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. No, I've seen them go for more, but I know the banks go for the most. You know, People pay a lot for banks, right? They're old metal banks. I know the movable commerce, ones, like the boxing. Well, the shooting ones, those are really knocked off. They're very bad. No, but a figural buffalo. You said it's Amherst coal. Amherst stoves. Stoves. Okay, so I yeah. bought some of those. I bought beaver figures. It makes yeah. different figures, right? And. Yeah. It all depends on size. Six inches is very large. Mine are much yeah. smaller. You buy, yeah. you see them in country auctions a lot. 
and the okay. small ones go for hundred, hundred and a half. But yeah. it all depends. The bigger you get, if it happens to be like there weren't many made that are that big, it could go. I've seen them go for over a thousand if it's a very particular. Round. I know, but here's what the thing is going to be. Okay. Depends on. It's like with postcards. You get a postcard from Niagara Falls. They're everywhere. I know, but a gold color too is nicer. People like I that. I don't know. My my reference here is how big the Amherst Bank um, Stove Company was. Right. And because they made cast iron okay. stoves, maybe we're looking it up right now. This is stump between Don's question. Yeah, Lone, Lone Pine Junior. Yeah, and this we're, we're this is stump. Why don't we just have people call in and tell us stuff, and then we uh, can learn? Well, that's what we're supposed to be smarter by the end of the show. So it'll be. You know, the other on one. I have one other, and I, I have another one here as well. Okay. It's called uh, it's a Transval Money Box. Okay. And it's the same. It's very heavy. It's the same kind of finish. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's a very stout gentleman with a top hat on. Okay. See, what the federal banks is what people want. Like I say, I've got this Uncle Sam with original paint on. I know it to be original. and But they were more popular about 30 years ago. Um, and <laughs> no, no, but they were. It's one That's of the story of my things. life. <laughs> <laughs> we were all better thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. as good as I think I was, though. Okay, I, I did look up Amherst stoves. So they were a big boundary. They made everything, yeah. all kinds of metal things. But you know, your items probably from the turn of the century, and, and they're pretty, uh, they're pretty well known in history circles. So they're not around anymore. You obviously. want to value. Well, that's what I said. I think it could be over a thousand, depending on how big it is, and if they didn't make many of those. But if they did, if there's a reasonable number of that size, maybe three hundred, just because it's a larger bank. I'd rather have a mechanical one that actually worked, like the shooting one, or there's a couple of other. And and the second one was what? It was Transval, like in South Africa. Transval. Oh, a souvenir one. Those typically are not as good because they sell those for not that as many people, if it's very old, traveled to Africa back then, but. Right. Um, I don't think that one. Typically, I find those souvenir items, even if you watch Antique Roadshow, they go, no, these were made for visitors and whatever. Those are made in such quantity, even back then. Yeah, well, the collectible market is the Americans right. find their own stuff. Right. But the corporate-sponsored one is, is a good one, for sure. If you ever want to sell them, we'd be interested. I do. Okay. Well, you know All where right. you can reach me on uh, a, if you text 416-580-9256. Or you can, uh, on glorydayscollectibles.com, you can contact us through that. Or Paul, you can reach yeah. Paul. At nine, and this is a good idea. I can use my phone number here. Okay. Nine oh, anyone call Usually me. you don't know it. No, but I can do curbside on the phone. 905-737-4653. I'm going to say that again because it is my show. 737-GOLD, I know. Yep, he already <laughs> knows. And so you got mine, 580-9256. Call me yep. first. Forget about Paul. It's like uh, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> well, we never really <laughs> thank you very much for the call. Well, thank you. Bye now. Take care, buddy. Thank okay. you. Go to Dennis in Toronto. Do we have to go to the Oh, end? wait. Yes. Wait. Sorry. Sorry, Dennis. Give the phone calls. Oh. Numbers. Call numbers. 416-360-0740. Out of town. 1-866-740-4740. We'll quickly go to break. Then we'll be back to go to Dennis. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. 
and their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Hey, live from the live room, we're back. With lots more show to squeeze in the last 15 minutes here. But we got to go with Dennis first, as I promised. Dennis, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. How about you? Great. Okay, so I caught the tail end as I was driving, and I got in the car about Canadian Tire stuff. I just got to bounce a quick question off you guys. Okay. Go ahead. So I got like 25 of these uh, 5 plus 5. Some say uh, pit stop. It's got Sandy McIntyre on the front, and they're usually blue on the back. We pay half. They're all, they're all 10 cents if you use them toward, some say gas and oil, some say, I'm sorry, more power gas bars, and some say toward an oil change or grease job. Yeah, there's two I, ones. Some have yeah, serial numbers three, on them, and I some don't. I of them, about. Yeah. And they're one, about between one, 5 and $25 as a general range on those sure. each. Yeah, wow, people wow. like the other ones more, but they came out a little later yeah. and were more popular. And they kept on giving them away. Uh-huh. I even think um, they may have reused them because they kept on popping up. I have more of those than I have of the other bills. What There's about the pit the one, stop and the lubatorium. Go right. ahead. What about, what about the one that says uh, pit stop on it and there's no, no, it's the only one I've got without a, a number like a dollar bill would have a uh, serial number on it. When they were first opening their gas yeah. bars, they were called yeah. pit stop. And, yeah. uh I think that's at the very front end. They weren't deciding if they're going to use store money for gas or they didn't want to use gas money in the store. I think okay. These things are in really nice shape. And uh, my brother told me years ago that they do, They do. I think you guys were right. I heard, heard the part. They do print them like money plates for real. Like these were well yeah. tested. For sure. Sometimes you're right on this show. You know, we just don't guess it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, even you know, the stop clocks right twice a day, right? So yeah, you know. you'd be interested if he's interested. Oh, in yeah. So, yeah, you could get a well, hold the of the serial numbers. Would yeah, except the one. Yeah. And they're nice. There's a, the two of them got a little scribble on hardly anything, but they're really nice shape, the whole the lot of them. Scribble's a major flaw, though, right, in terms of... No, no, I can... Depends if it's a rare one or rare one. I've sold them up to $300 for a Canadian tire bill. Wow. So, to me, that's almost amazing. That's like selling counterfeit like, money, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I got yellow. Them. Does yellow. that make any sense? Yeah, they may be um, different colors, different denominations, and no, sometimes a slight change in the because it was made by a um, a bank uh, note bank company, company yeah. but they would change stuff because of the, maybe the tinge they go from yellow to uh, a lighter yellow, mm-hmm. and people collect that. People collect variations. Yeah. That's the I, whole thing. Like even I had like a, this, we talk about money the same way. Go ahead. I had a I had a whole whack of forty five cent ones years ago, and I, I was an idiot, and I went to a gas bar in my Lake Shore by uh, Brown oh. and used them. Forty five cent ones, man, they're so rare. I'll bet. No, forty five, sixty cents. Yes, because they stopped making them, and it depends so on what they're worth. What would a forty five cent be worth? Um, I don't want to tell you. The one I sold for three hundred, I think, was three hundred. Oh my oh, god. <laughs> don't don't fight with your wife. Yeah, nice. my dad my dad had collected them for years and years, and he had them full toolbox full of three cent ones. I don't know what happened to them ones. Yeah. Well, no. Anyway, you use me find them. I right. like to say when yeah, I go it's to in a drawer or something, yeah. right? Just no, it's in a toolbox. A lot toolbox. of times, okay, yeah. toolboxes. Yeah. I go to the basement. A lot of people have their roll doors on the main floor. My favorite rooms in the house when I'm trying to find value for people 
is the basement and the attic and the attic, garage. Yep, all day long, and, right? Yeah. Yeah, because anyway, that, yeah. Stuff, that old thing, I said, yeah, that old thing's five hundred dollars. I won't keep you guys, but thanks for the info. Even if I got five bucks a pop, I got thirty of them, so that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Take yeah. care. Have Thank you. Day. Have a good one. Yep, you too. Give the number, and then we'll go into my rant. Okay, we only got a couple minutes left here, and I, don't short rant. I should see if I have any text to the see people texting. Uh, you know, people are nobody's texting. Us, no right? one can see us. We're not. We're on radio. They can't. No, but see I give the number to text. Oh, okay. So you don't need to be mean. Um, I'll have that gentleman call and, and take you to task. Okay. Not being nice to me. 416. Do you want me to tell the numbers? Yeah. 416-360-0740. Out of town, one 740 Don't forget our podcast. Midweek, yeah. every prior episode's on. You can hear all these jewels of uh, wisdom. That In case you forget it, it copy yeah. it down. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about the secret chopper. Okay. Oh, did you do that? Did you yeah. mail in your other thing? Did you mail in? No, it hasn't come yet. I said, we no, not... but you sent yeah, it out? Yeah, that's all oh, done. Okay. So we have to do the final thing with from the birch bar. I want to say this because I hear about it. People, I say the second, I mean, what's even worse is people buy something or sell it, and then come over for my opinion, and I tell them it's higher. I know, that's and then it's like, no, the way you do this idea with two opinions, you get both. And then you take the higher one. That's the whole idea. I don't really want to. I feel bad for people saying, well, I sold it for this. Because, okay, I went down to one of these guys who says, we pay the most. They're on TV. I pay 80%, which I took them to task on. They, we pay the most and all this. Okay, so I'm in there. They say they're going to record me. The place is clean as a whistle. My store is not. Okay, I'm not clean as a whistle. I go in there. They ask for your ID. You do not have to give your ID unless you sell them the goods. If you give them your ID ahead of time, only bad things can happen. So the second part was, actually, I'm, I'm in a mat. You know what's nice about this? I can wear a mask, and they can't recognize me. So I go into the store, and I got 20. Until you start talking. I, he did most of the talking. So he's got tw- I got $2,640 worth of gold, okay? At your prices. And that I would pay it's about twenty eight hundred dollars of the gold. Okay. I would pay this and silver. Okay. I go in, and the guy says, uh, "This is between five and eight hundred. You want to sell today?" Well, I'm not lying because I'd like to sell today if he can pay me twenty six hundred dollars or more. So I say, "Yeah, I want to sell." Then he takes everything in the back room, comes back out in a little pie plate. You know, one of those things you make muffins in. Yeah. Separates the 10 or 14, 18, which is kind of what looks professional, and says, Boy, you were lucky. Uh, it's at the top end, it's $780, so I'm going to give you 800 because I like it. Okay. okay. So well, I, that should have told you right away he wasn't being honest. No, he wasn't being honest. Because he didn't like you. But no. <laughs> so I go and, and also I have one of those quarter rounds Canadian coins. He says, What about this? Oh, we pay 80%. So he pulls out the American price, gives me 80%. Cuts it down because he says it's actually a quarter ounce of gold. He said it was 14 carats. He says it's not. And because he liked me again, he was going to give me, it came out to $291 in his figuring. Because he liked me, he was going to give me $300 for my $660 worth of gold. Because he liked me. Did this upset you? Yeah. So I'm talking to him. And I go through this. And, okay, now we're up to $1,200. And then I get him up to fourteen hundred. I know this is a long shot. Uh, he's offering me fourteen hundred for my twenty six hundred dollars in gold, but they apparently pay the most. Okay. And he pays eighty percent. 
But I asked him 80% of what? And he just couldn't quite answer. So I leave that place. But because I'm honest, I went to another one of his places, okay, down in Oakville. I go along. You know what it is? These guys dress to the nines, very slick. Nothing like us. No. Five hundred, eight hundred dollars of the gold, and because that guy liked me, he was going to give me the eight hundred dollars. Okay. The same thing happened. I got him up to fifteen hundred because he said gold might go down. On the same twenty-six hundred dollars worth of gold, I go. He says, "Ah, this is too much of a coincidence." I go to his third store on someplace down in um, Abbey, uh, near Eglinton, someplace. So, and I ask him. I go in while I'm there. A guy, a young kid sells $1,800 of gold for about $400. I don't want to say nothing because I'm the secret shopper. I know I'm being recorded. I go up to, he's got all these things on the wall saying how good they are. I'm thinking these must be the dumbest secret shoppers in the world because I go up and I start off with the same thing. Five to $800 of the gold, which I don't think matters how much, and the high, high pressure. I can only imagine when a little a lady or grandmother or a Someone didn't know what was going on, would succumb to this pressure. Hey, I got him up to $1,600 worth of gold. So they're not paying the most. I guarantee I will pay more than him okay. all day. You know the definition of crazy. Yeah? What is it? Do the same thing over and over again and hoping Expect for... No, not hoping. Expecting a different result. What's the You've been doing these stars forever. You know it's the same thing. Why do you keep doing it? Because I you like to verify myself. No, I want it's to already verify it. I know, but we just say we will pay more all the time. But you expect one guy to come out and suddenly pay more than you. Say, yes, I will give you $3,000 for that. No, it won't. Then why are you gone? You're you're wasting your time. Because people are giving you more practice. Why work for a food bank or something? Help them. I don't have enough money. I have to make a living. (laughs) So, but I just want to say this. Get the second opinion. We guarantee to pay more than those guys all day long. They are there are no, clients did. and listeners. I had a customer in this week okay. that said she got she bought a gold in there and she named it on this well that's about five thousand dollars of gold. She got two thousand. Okay. And had she sold it yet? Or she sold no, she had already sold it. Oh. It was one of these second opinions too okay. too late. In the wrong order. Timing is everything when it comes to this. Okay. Uh, well I also want to talk about her auction today. Yeah. And you got an auction next week? No, ours kicks off tomorrow. But okay. it's gonna be uh, thirteen days. So if you go to High Bid Ontario, um, and we're on there, we have furniture today, and we have coins and uh, no, so we don't have coins. Coins is coming later. We comics, have cards, comics and cards, and some memorabilia from the seventies. I have um, a Bobby. I've got Gretzky rookie on there. I got a Lemieux rookie. Graded on there. or ungraded? It's graded, and I have. Uh, you've heard of Marcel Dion? Yes. Ken Dryden. Yeah. I got their rookie cards in the set as well, in the sale as well. Okay. But the furniture one is where I think it's real deals. If someone's going to buy a, a bedroom, like, you know, we have some of those black sets that you go in the store, they're $900, and we're selling for $50. Black set of what? A uh, dining set. Oh, dining. So you want to give it to your kids or something. But we're, we can be p- pick up by curbside, or we can deliver it. And okay. so if they buy tonight, when do they pick up? Next couple of days? Wherever they want to. We're, 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 they just call you and book a yeah. time then? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we make it easy like that. But we also have But that. there is a shipping option for them on the hybrid site if they want to be shipped. Yeah, we just say we'll ship it. Okay. I don't know. We don't use a third-party shipper. On, we do all our own okay. because they just charge way, way, way too much. Right. Okay. Okay. We're also buying silver plate right now. People have it. 
you know, the tea sets and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the one I gave you. Yeah, thanks for that. You anyway. paid too much. That was unbelievable. <laughs> I would think after you I was just thinking of starting to drink tea. Then no. I changed my mind. All these tea sets, and I know they've never had tea in them. I look inside occasionally when someone brings something in. Nope, never used in 45 years. All just they've been cleaning it for forty five. Enough years. about tea. These boxing items I bought. Oh yeah, talk about those. So there, this stuff is unbelievable. This stuff you see in a museum. There's a lot. This guy was kind of weird. The guy that collected, and he's a very wealthy guy. And I wonder. I go, why did they buy all this stuff? And then they dispense with it shortly after. But they had the videos of all the old fights, and they sold those to ESPN for like a hundred million US. So okay. obviously memorabilia didn't matter at that point once mm. you got it, but. He loved anything with a boxing theme. So I got these, like, Team the Pop, a big bag with punching bags in it, all, like, uh, with the Team uh, logo on the uh, the front casing of the, the uh, boxing gloves. There's some old, uh, there's a pipe company called Royalton Crown. This thing's unbelievable. It's, like, five feet high. Beautiful. It's a point-of-sale thing for a tobacconist shop back yeah. in the day or something. I mean... There's a lot of stuff. There's a boxing poster in there, Duran Leonard. I can't find it anywhere. It could be like one of a kind. There's some good stuff in this. It's just a matter of you get, not everyone collects boxing, and the biggest boxing collectors typically aren't in Canada. A lot of people here collect like Chevallo, whatever. Yeah. They collect those guys, but they don't collect boxing generally. This is more historical boxing, and some of it goes back to the 1800s, but we've got a lot of work to do to go through. We've just scratched service, and we do have a Muhammad Ali Pinball machine. Oh, that's kind of easy to knock out. Yeah, but it, it, we've got to restore it first. We're going to bring in professional restorers. Go ahead. So as is. Golden, I know what you've been waiting for. So as is. All your stuff you want top dollar. I'm so sorry. I don't as ask is. anyone. I don't clean or fix anything. I mainly don't clean stuff. Ask my wife. Okay. okay. 10 karat gold. we got to tell you right now. twenty four ninety four. So 14 karat gold. Thirty-four ninety-two. Next week is going to be a gift certificate from Mayflower on um, Royal York Road, one of my favorite places for Chinese food in the city. Anyone who's gone there says great. Eighteen karat gold is forty-four ninety, and sterling silver seventy-nine cents a gram. So these guys are trying to pay you thirty cents, like the lady with the Bible, and comes in, brings in a picture of. Uh, Jesus and sits there and gives you a $50 bill and then doesn't pay these prices. Ask what they pay per gram. If a gold dealer cannot tell you what he's paying per gram, he's in the wrong business and you're in the wrong house. Um, silver dollars are $17 each. You got 100 of them, I'm going to give you $1,700. Okay? Uh, and there's lots One of quarter, Every collection I get always has a bunch of that. Yeah. And Olympic sets, you got to bring them in. I also have, I forgot about this, I've got 3,500 wigs. Anyone's in the wig business, I'm willing you know to tell these people. You know what's strange about that? A year ago we were on the show and you had 3,500 wigs then. How's the wig business been for you? This blip in history has curtailed it. Are you more people wear wigs if we're not in a pandemic? No, they can't come and get them. And everything's closed. Well, you can't do curbside wigs? That would be a new business. You do that, do that .com, curbsidewigs.com. Make a lot of money. Don't no me for that. Oh, Okay. I'm going to, right after the show, I'm going to make up a website, that's for sure. Okay. And remember, oh, we have a midget. I told you the MG midget, eh? I try to help. I don't know to say midget. No, dwarf. Okay, dwarf. MG dwarf? No. So, remember our auction? Your music's already playing. Anyway, have a great week. Have a great week. Remember our auctions? See you next week. Wear a mask. Shop local.
trouble. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.